You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. The world headquarters of common sense. Talk radio. Uh, Let's uh, talk about uh, the Freedom Marches uh, because it's a big story in Canada, big story in New Zealand, you know, where these two left-wing liberal uh, leaders turned into uh, fascistic dictators. Justin Trudeau, absolutely apoplectic about these people protesting in a free society. They just want their freedom back. They want their lives back. Uh, Justin Trudeau says they're all anti-vaxxer Nazis. No, they're not. They're absolutely not. And what is his latest manoeuvre to quell this tide of rebellion? Uh, He has uh, moved to freeze all their bank accounts. What on earth does he think he's up to? I, don't they make being liberal and left-wing unattractive? I mean, I, I'm going to say something specifically about Trudeau, actually. He's my anti-Valentine. Yesterday was mm. Valentine's Day. There should have been love in the air, and he's just spread tyranny through the air in Canada. I mean, he, here he was, this handsome liberal leader of a country, and the mask has really yeah. slipped, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hands on the outside. not so. He's like Dorian Gray, hideous on the inside. Yay. As for the enemies of freedom... Those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Today marks Monday. And there's many, many Mondays in a year. So from now on, the Patriot Cause is going to call every Monday, Monday Madness. Because you've got to go back to work and you got to do things in your life to survive, to pay the bills, but yet, There are tons of stuff that is happening behind the scenes that you may or may not be aware of that is going to affect your life because this is what the communists do. They want to control you and not allow you to live a free life. So today is Monday Madness. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Prime Minister of Canada, Trudeau. Yep. Just sit back for a minute and, you know, take a deep breath. You hear it over and over again. But I'm going to bring you some news that you may or may not have been able to research to understand how the leftists view this tyrant in America, not not just Canada, how the leftists are embracing this tyrant, this absolutely out-of-control government leader in Canada. And the first one I'm going to bring to you is from the Washington Post. I have a hard time even saying that, Washington Post. 
because they're on the top of the list with the New York Times, the rest of them, of insanity, of supporting massive government control. And this is from the editorial board, which means this opinion is not focused on one of the writers of Washington Post. This is from the Washington Post itself. The whole organization believes in the words that I'm fixing to present to you. And this is the opinion piece. Justin Trudeau's move to end the trucker protests was risky, but correct. It's risky, but it's the right thing to do. Yes, again, take a, take a deep breath and listen to a very short piece of this editorial board review. The Prime Minister's unprecedented decision to use the Emergency Act is also risky as Mr. Trudeau clearly understands. Some of the protesters who ranks include an array of extremists. You, you got to throw that word in there, right? Everything against the government is now extremists. Probably because of January 6th. I, I, I don't know. Just guess. Have signaled through intimidation. So now the peaceful protesters are intimidating the government. Well, maybe they are but they're still peaceful protesters. Threats and aggressive conduct. I'm sorry, you, you, you got to show me, even in, in America and all the things that we're seeing, how in the world can they say that these people are aggressive and doing aggressive conduct? When you got horses from the police stomping over these people. That they do not intend to leave Ottawa without a fight. That is the truth. That's what peaceful protest is. Atifa did it for years in this country. And they still do it. And they claim that. These people are peaceful protests, but they burn everything down. They throw everything at the police. That is a true aggressive conduct. And no one in this fight in Canada has done that. So Mr. Trudeau will have to trend carefully to avoid giving them one of the reasons to be intimidated or peacefully protesting. He has already wisely ruled out deploying the military to unclog the city streets, which have been paralyzed since late January with tractor trailers blaring horns and rumbling on diesel fuel. Nonetheless, among other expanded powers, 
The emergency law grants his government, his government, not the government, his government. You got to read between the lines when you're listening to these leftists. His government, the right to compel towing companies to remove the trucks, which some have said they were reluctant to do. The potential for violence is real. Did you hear what I just said? The potential for violence is real. The only way these people will become violent is if the government attacks them, which they're doing. That's the only way they will ever become violent. Unlike Antifa, the government doesn't have to attack them. They're violent already. And this is the last paragraph of this piece that I want to read. You can check it out in the show notes. Fundamentally, the protesters are engaged in a resolution effort to play havoc with the strictures of civilian society because they are disgruntled with the actions of a fair elected government. The government is right to proceed with caution to restore order. Disgruntled with the actions of a fairly elected government. That's what freedom is. When the government goes to left field and it's no longer freedom, don't care if it was fairly elected or not, they become tyrants. And that's what this is all about. This tyrant called Trudeau. Now, the next one I'm going to read to you is from Canada's Trudeau invokes emergency powers and bid to end the protest. And this is what tyrants do. Instead of this man going out and talking to the people of the society to come to some type of compromise, he could care less because he's in charge. The people are no longer in charge in his mind. But I think it's weird because the people are the ones that put him in that position. So I think the people have a great say on how you conduct yourself as the leader of this great nation of Canada. So this is from Reuters on February 14th. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on Monday activated Rarely used emergency powers in an effort to end protest, end the protest, that have shut some U.S. border crossings and paralyzed parts of the capital. Under the Emergency Act, the government introduced measures to cut off protesters' funding and took steps to reinforce provincial and local law enforcement with federal police. The blockades are harming our economy and endangering our public safety, so says Trudeau. Told a news conference, we cannot and will not allow illegal and dangerous activities to continue. When does freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, even in Canada, become illegal. It's not illegal. This is what they do. 
think about this. Think about how these governments have lost their absolute minds because the people elected them. And now they're going against the very same people that elected them. The whole country of Canada is standing up against this tyrant. And the trucks and the people out there are representing that. So the Canadian Civil Liberties Association said the government had not met the standards for evoking the Emergencies Act, which is true. See, the Emergencies Act is put in place in case the country faces national or natural disasters, attacked by another country, something that is affecting the citizens, not the government. The citizens is why this emergency act is in. You know, the power grid fails in 50% of the country. That's an example of an emergency act so we can get the power grid back. You cannot legally use this act against the people in your country. But they're doing it. The Freedom Convoy Protests started by Canadian truckers opposing the COVID-19 vaccine. But that's not necessarily true. What they're opposing is the freedom to choose the vaccine. And again, this is how the leftists twist everything. These people do not want the government telling them what to do. And because of that, they stood up and said, enough is enough. I'm not going to lose my job just because you want to stick a needle in me. But this is what's happening. And this is what tyrants do. They think that they're in charge of the country. No, they have been elected into these positions to represent the people that are in charge of the country. That's how this works. That's what democracy is. I'm going to play a clip that I found, which I think is very important for all Americans to understand. This is a Chinese lady that came to America looking for the American dream. And now she is realizing what is happening in this country is very, very similar to what happened in China and why her family left China in the first place. So we'll be right back. Take a break. Listen to what this patriot of America, yes, she is now an American, and she has wisdom that those of us that have lived in this country for years, grew up in this country, do not understand. So take a great listen to this patriot of America. My name is Lei. I was born in China during the Cultural Revolution. Growing up in Communist China, I was taught to hate Confucius, but to love the Chinese Communist Party. The most popular songs I knew growing up were 
Chairman Mao is our savior and socialism is great. In those days, carrying Chairman Mao's little red book was mandatory and listening to Beethoven was dangerous. I grew up believing that China was the best place on earth because the Chinese Communist Party took care of us better than our own parents. I believed that Taiwan was a place like hell and that America was an evil empire. During the Cultural Revolution, like tens of millions of Chinese families, my family was persecuted, but we endured quietly in fear. Deep down, my parents wanted a better life for me. As soon as they could, they left for America so I could have a better education and a better life. I came to this country to go to college. America welcomed me with open arms, and I'm forever grateful. Decades later, without us being aware, all of this has changed. America is no longer the place I once knew. Freedom, the most fundamental American value that lights up hope for countless people living in totalitarian societies, is fading fast. America is shrouded in darkness. It feels more and more like communist China. I came to America to be able to express myself freely, but now I'm censored. I came to America to be able to vote, but my vote doesn't count. I came to America to enjoy a free press, but honest journalism has disappeared. I came to America to have faith, but having faith is ridiculed. America is being attacked by communist China. We can feel it, and now we can see it. If America fails, my family's dream will die, and I will have nowhere to go. I started Lays Real Talk so that our dreams will not die. Please support me by subscribing to my channel and sharing this video. Visit LaysRealTalk.com and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Those of us that grew up in this country have no idea what she's talking about because we never lived it. Not until today. We have a, a, a small taste, a very small understanding of what these people in communist countries have been through. And I'm telling you, I don't want it here, period. I will fight communism until I'm dead. I would rather die and go see the God that created me and leave my family and everything behind than to live in tyranny by a government of this country. So we're going to shift gears and we're going to go back to the United States and talk about what's going on in the United States, which, by the way, is following... This president, as you want to call him, is following the results of this Canadian events that is going on. And, of course, he's probably got Trudeau in his back pocket. Says, yep, go, buddy, you go for it. And matter of fact, I'm going to continue to declare the National Emergency Act for America because you're doing it. That's the only reason he can do it. 
So I'm going to read something to you that you do not know. I guarantee you, the majority of you, if not all of you, that are listening to me have never read or understood a lot of the codes, the U.S. codes in America. And that's okay. I understand. So I'm going to read to you U.S. Code 50, 1631. Declaration of National Emergency by Executive Order Authority Publication in the Federal Register Transmitted to Congress When the President declares a national emergency, no powers or authorities made available by statute for use in the event of any emergency shall be exercised unless and until the President specifies the provision of law under which he proposes that he or she in this case or other officers will act such specifications may be made either in declaration of national emergency or by one or more contemporaneous or subsequent executive orders published in federal reserve and transmitted to Congress. So the president has the authority to clear this national emergency. Go back what I was talking about. We're not being attacked. We don't have, you know, this massive environmental issue. So why are we going through this national emergency acts by the president the reason behind it is because the president as you want to call him the person that's in that office that's how i want to say it the deranged individual that quotes sits in the chair but he's not running this country by no means because they want power to control you. Coronavirus came out, had some issues, had people die, but overall to percentages doesn't come close to a national disaster or an emergency powers act. Because the majority, the vast 99% of us have lived through this. But this is a political move by this administration to continue fear in this country. And he has the fear of the other tyrants in other countries to support his decision to continue this National Emergency Act. If you go on the White House website, whitehouse.gov, this is the notice of the continuation of the National Emergency Concerning the Coronavirus Disease 2019. And this is what it says simply. On March 13th of 2020, by... Proclamation 9994, the president declared a national emergency concerning the coronavirus. 
the COVID-19 pandemic continues to cause significant risks to the public health and safety of this nation. No, it doesn't. For this reason, the national emergency declared on March 13th of 2020, now going into another year and beginning March 1st of 2020, must continue in effect beyond March 1st of 2022. Now we're talking two years. Therefore, in accordance with the section of 20T, 202D of the National Emergencies Act, which I talked to you about, I, bullcrap president, am continuing the National Emergency Declaration in Proclamation 9994 concerning the COVID-19 pandemic. As long as they can continue to do that, they can shut us down and they can tell us what to do. This is why the Canadians are uprising. This is why the truckers are going to stand up in America. Because this man and these people, these tyrants, are out of control. They no longer care about you. All they care about is their power over you. So think about that. All right, the last part of this Monday madness is very interesting. This is from the law enforcement today. Couple has nearly one million seized by the FBI, but they were never charged with a crime. Again, this is the out-of-control government. This is communism. This is, you know, people that, that they think they have power, but they don't. We have the power, but we're not doing anything, at least at this point, to prevent these idiots from taking control of us. And of course, this is in Seattle, Washington. Go figure, right? Reason tells us the story of two Americans, Carl Nelson and Amy Sterner Nelson. Their lives they led prior to the pandemic is a lot different, we're told, than what it is today. For one, they were forced to sell their house and their car, liquidate their retirement funds, and move from a comfortable home in Seattle to the basement of Amy's sister. Was this because their jobs were eliminated due to the pandemic? That would be almost understandable. But in fact, it's because despite never being charged with a single crime, the FBI seized nearly $1 million from the couple in May of 2020. This is not communist China or Russia we're talking about. This isn't Iran. This is not Afghanistan or North Korea. It's the United States of America where our citizens are supposed to be protected by the U.S. Constitution. For the Nelsons, nothing could be further from the truth. And this is what the Nelsons had to say to end this article. We went from living a life of 
where we both are working full-time to provide for our four daughters. So they have a family with four daughters and really figured out how we were going to make it month by month. Amy said, it's completely changed my belief in fairness. I wouldn't even use that word. What I would use is it would completely change my belief in America. You understand that? Belief in America. Can we even believe in America anymore when this is happening? And again, this is from the law enforcement today. It's not some left wing or right wing. This is an organization that's been put together for police officers to report all these things that are going on in the society. Which means they did their homework. They're not just going to publish something just because. And if that's true, which I believe it is, this family has been, along with many more to come, an absolute target of a communist dictatorship. Unless we change that mindset through voting, through standing up, through showing up, speaking up, standing up for our rights, they will continue, and then they will have full control of every piece of property and every financial transaction in this country just like they do in China. So I'm telling you, you need to start speaking Mandarinese. It's here, it's coming. Last but not least, the Bonehead Award. You got to hear that. And, of course, who's it going to be? Trudeau, right? Talking about what he is doing to try to eliminate these infiltrating, insurgent, massive, violent people in his country. The Bonehead Award for today. With each illegal blockade, local law enforcement agencies have been acting to keep the peace within their jurisdiction. Despite their best efforts, it is now clear that there are serious challenges to law enforcement's ability to effectively enforce the law. On Friday, Ontario invoked a state of emergency to respond to the blockades. This was the responsible and necessary thing to do. Today, to continue building on these efforts, the federal government is ready to use more tools at its disposal to get the situation fully under control. After discussing with cabinet and caucus, after consultation with premiers from all provinces and territories, after speaking with opposition leaders, the federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. 
I want to be very clear. The scope of these measures will be time-limited, geographically targeted, as well as reasonable and proportionate to the threats they are meant to address. Reasonable and proportionate to the threats that they meant to address. So peaceful people. No weapons, no nothing. They didn't charge any courthouse. They didn't burn anything down. But they're a threat to the government. And that's why this idiot, this tyrant, this communist, oh, almost said a dirty word. <laughs> this communist idiot is doing what he's doing because it is an absolute attack on his power to control his country. But here's the truth. A free country is not controlled by the government. It's controlled by the people. And he is seeing this. And I guarantee you, mark my words, once he's gone, which it won't be long, this man will never see another political position and he will die in his grave. Heartbroken, and completely distraught in his millions of dollars that he made. And when he faces the ultimate God that created him, he is going to have to explain why he was against all of these freedom-loving people in his country. That's how simple it is. It may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. But it will happen. This world will end someday. And the God that created it and the God that control it, the people will have to stand up. These tyrants, these evil people will have to stand up an answer to the holy, graceful God. And they're not going to like the answer and where they're going to end up for eternity. That's the good news. This is Monday Madness, but never, ever forget, no matter what happens in this world, God is in control we may suffer. We may continue the fight. But there will be a day, whether you're alive or you have passed away, where we will be in the glory of the God that created us. And this, hopefully, moment in our lives will not even be a smidget of a memory. And this is the Patriot Cause. Thank you so much for listening to the pie hole of this gunning and the freedoms that I fought for is now 
being portrayed against this tyranny government. And I thank you for listening to me, and please share it far and wide. Again, a lot of people don't want to research. They don't want to go out there and see the truth. They just want to absorb whatever is going down through CNN and the mass media, including your family, including your kids. Share it far and wide. This is The Gunny, out.